This podcast is not about grief. This podcast is about life, love, and finding yourself again after losing a child. I've been exactly where you are, and now I want to show you the road back to a life of your own. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Lena. How are you? Last week I talked about not wanting to feel it anymore, whatever the it might be. We we all know how it feels when we just don't want to turn it off, not to feel anymore. Unfortunately, there is no sustainable long-term way to switch off from feeling. We can distract ourselves for a while with something. We can numb ourselves with food, alcohol, work. We can avoid feeling by sleeping, but none of these things is a healthy long-term strategy. Either you'll run out of distractions and with time distractions lose their attraction because the brain gets used to them and unless you increase dial up the dose it doesn't work anymore and at some point you are left empty or broken or the things you did for numbing start generate negative consequences in your life extra weight health issues broken relationships and so on and so forth Therefore, the only way to get through the feeling in a healthy way is to face them. And in the last week's episode, I I thought about the challenge I'll be starting to face my feelings in two ways. And I invited you to join me on this journey. And during the week, I did two things. I journaled daily for 10 minutes and I meditated daily for approximately for 7 to 10 minutes. And why do you need, just a, just a short recap, why do you need these two things together? And I'll start with the meditation. Meditation helps you to detach from your thoughts. Because most of our time we spend thinking, worrying, obsessing about the future and the past, and we spend almost no time in the present. And especially after tragedy of losing your child, all you can think, of course, is the past and the future you don't want to have. And the present doesn't matter because you don't really care about you and what's happening in the present moment. And we all do it, not only after child loss, we do it even when when, when it's just a life as usual. Everyone does it. So the meditation helps with focusing on the now, on the breathing, on the sensations I currently have in my body, on things I can hear right now, on things I can smell and taste. Because what I mean by meditation is basically simple mindfulness. I'm not looking for a spiritual practice and I don't invite you here to do a spiritual meditation connected to a certain religion. But if you do meditate as part of spiritual practice, that's amazing too. I invite you to Simply pay attention to now, to this current moment. Because however bad everything seems, when you focus on your breath, on the sensations in your body, on things you hear, smell and taste, you are free from the suffering, even if for a short while, even for a couple breaths at a time. Because we tend to go back to our spinning thoughts, which is totally fine. But the moment you are feeling your breath, you are free. And that is so healing. 
And also that is how you really start creating separation from feeling one with your thoughts and realizing that you have the ability to notice what you are thinking, to feel what you are feeling. And only we as humans have this ability. We are the only species. And that is what allows us to manage our minds, control our thoughts, change thoughts that do not bring us the things we want in our life. And the second thing, journaling. Why it's important to journal? And a couple reasons. Um, during meditation, we try not to get engaged with our thoughts. Then uh, actually, when we journal, we want to access our thoughts and get to know them. Because so often clients say to me, I don't know what I'm thinking. There is nothing I think that could generate the feeling I'm feeling. But there is always a thought. And we can very rarely access it just in our heads. But when we journal, they show up and we can see them. And the reason why it's important to understand what we think is because thoughts create our feelings. And sometimes we, when we don't know the thought, we just feel the feeling and we don't know what's the reason why we are feeling so crappy. And it's the thoughts in our head. So it's important to access them and and, and, and get to know them. So what did I learn from practicing these two things for a week? I promised you to share it and here it goes. What I discovered is that I do have a lot of fear in my life. Fear that I wasn't aware about before. I, I did the journaling practice and I, I really discovered that I have fear about the future, about my kids, about me. And it's important to understand it because knowing that I have fear about certain things allows me to, to decide what I want to do with it. Um, the other thing I discovered is that best and most valuable journaling, um, not, that, not, that, not that any journaling isn't valuable, but, but still most interesting discoveries happened when I least wanted to journal. I normally used to journal in the mornings when I just woken up. And when I journal in the mornings, um, everything seems kind of more or less fine because mornings are usually easy for me. But when I switch to the evening journaling, to the moments when I'm pulled into mindless eating, when my hand reaches for another glass of wine, when I start being short with my boys, when I really, really feel disconnected in my body, that's when journaling became really valuable because I could access what is triggering these behaviors. And it also proved to be an amazing tool for calming down my primitive brain that was in a total stress response and go back to thinking with my prefrontal cortex that has my best interests at hand. I I also learned that often I lack self-love. I think that if everyone will be fine, then I'll also feel content in harmony. But it has to start with me. It has to start with me asking me what I need for me in this moment. Because it always starts with taking care of us first and only then we have something to give to others. And remember, I also asked you to share your journey with me and I want to share what one of you said to me. She said, 
I always fall apart in the evenings and and I, I never could understand why. And she was really struggling with it. And and through the journaling, she discovered that during the day, she wouldn't give herself a space. She would just push, 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 sweep everything under the carpet, pretend everything is fine, just keep on going. And then when the evening comes, she just couldn't handle it anymore. So after she discovered that, she said she will actually plan to have some moments for herself during the day so that she could handle the emotions as they come, so that they all don't come crashing in the evening. This is such a great awareness. Thank you for sharing this. This is going to make such a big difference for you. So that is all that I wanted to share with you this week. I'll continue with this practice because it does wonders in how I feel and how I can handle my emotions. Because when life doesn't make it easier for us, it's only us who can make it more bearable. Until next week, bye. If you are loving this podcast, then please hit subscribe, download it, and please share it with other childless survivor moms. I'm committed to help as many moms as possible to recover and build a life after childless. You can find me here on Instagram, TikTok, at Life After A Childless, or you can visit my website, coachlienen.com, that's coach, L-I-E-N-E.com. And if you'd love to chat, you can sign up for a free coaching call on my website. See you next week.